I gotta show you, yo. But nah, that Jim Jones album, fire. That's hilarious. Of January, <laughs> of the first quarter, Nipsey Hussle and Jim Jones. Nah, Jim Jones came my second quarter. I got Nipsey Hussle with all five. I still listen to it to this day. I was just to it this morning. The Black Panther soundtrack, I got all What's five. What's that, uh, Nipsey Jones? Oh yeah, I was listening to it in the gym. It's yeah, like timeless, yeah. Yeah, the that's, Davies. That's all I've been listening to lately. In the first quarter of last year, Davies put out a joint, a joint called Paranoia 2. I'm fire. Oh, that he was put good. out Paranoia 2? No. Mm-hmm. I Nipsey, like Paranoia 1. Go ahead. Um, what else got a real high rating? I gave, is this dude named St. John. He I almost, he's good. He sounds like Kid Cudi. He's like a Kid Cudi vibe of music, though. Like, yeah, I like his style. And then there's a dude named Fonte. I, I heard of him. Fonte, his fire is called, I mean, his, uh, Project he put out was called No News Is Good News. And um that joint was fire. I listened to the weekend joint, but I I just thought it was like, eh. I didn't do it out the weekend. I eh. never was a weekend fan, man. I only gave yo, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't like it's that. Some good songs. That Love Me Now thing Tori put out, only gave it like one star. I yeah. didn't really I wasn't really feeling it at all. But in the second quarter, Cardi B got five for me, Jim Jones Wasted Talent got five for me. She leveled up, son. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Um, KOD got four for me. KOD? The only thing that hurt, like I said, like, Cole is great, but I think that album could have used features. Nah. I was that joint front to back. I listen, I can listen to it front to back, but it was some parts of the album where I feel like a feature could have helped it even more. A feature definitely could have... Uh... He featured somebody. He had... Um... Not himself. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> was it Kill, Kill Edward? I don't know that. <laughs> we don't know if it's cold. But no, nah, that's just that's just where I'm at now. I'm still in the second quarter. Um I just got finished listening to the Ray Shimmer triple album. They together still? I thought the one went out on his nah, own. Nah, they got they just brother beef. They the one brother was saying something about somebody can't fight or something like that. <laughs> he was he was tripping. But nah, they they had his little brother war, but he got back together. It was cool. But that's Sway so Lee cool. always breaking up with somebody, so yeah, he, he break up with his girlfriend like every other week. Now he broke up with his brother. Yeah, commitment issues to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yo, the funny thing is, yo, you know Styles P put out like four projects last year, and it was all fire. Oh my goodness, Styles P is fire. <laughs> oh my goodness, yo, P and crazy. Kids, I think they, I think they had to have the best rap duo. Like, they punches be fire, like just a back and forth. But oh, like, they, 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 the song. Got, they got the best rap duo. They got one of those with Kendrick. Kendrick do the hook. But um, and I think they go back and forth. The Styles P and the Davies project was definitely fire. 
You ain't hear that one yet? I didn't. Bro, I told you I haven't listened to music. I haven't been. That's Styles P. Who, who I really been What's it called? David? I listen to, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's called David. The one with him and Styles P is fire. Davies. Because both of their names are Davis. I don't write this down. I was extremely surprised at how that joke was, was fire. That joke was fire. Because I thought Styles can only do it with Jada Kiss, but him and Davies went went nuts. And Davies Dave, is nice. And Davies got that voice. Davies, yeah, he got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Yo, Janelle Monae put that that project out with Dirty Computers. I started listening to it. I used to like Janelle Monae, but this album didn't do nothing for me. I didn't even know she put out an album. I gotta get. It was early. It was early yeah, last I year. It was like I think that was in April. She put it out. I be out of the loop when it comes to music because I don't know. I only listen to it when I work out, and that's but so long. Yeah, I've been like I did go through my podcast list and embrace a lot of podcasts that I wasn't listening to, and then I started like researching just other ones. I started mm-hmm. looking for new stuff, and then I I, I tried to get into some of the Lil's. They were trash. Some of who? Some of the Lil's. Like I listened to Lil Xan. I was like, huh. He has a podcast? No albums. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm straight off that. I found this one called the hashtag You Good Man. That's a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, maybe you telling me about that. Yeah, that's a that's a fire one. And there was another one I found. I actually started listening to Dr. Phil's podcast. It's fire. <laughs> I got it. It's fire. And this I, is I, one you know, called... You gotta listen to this dude. Uh, it's called The Read. The Read. Yeah, The Read. With Kid Fury and... and uh, uh, I think you call him Chris L. Chris L. Oh, Kid Fury. What's... Uh, here, here we go. Covering hip-hop culture, blah, blah, blah. It's one more too. It's this um I found this one like off the just the cuff. It's called Sports Motivation Podcast by who is this? Oli Ola Nai? So I don't know. Nii Sobo used to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He do like real quick joints. So he has one called Books and Bars. And it was like Books and Bars. It's like a nine, nine, ten minute podcast episode, but it's like Meek Mill's intro. And he plays that joint. <laughs> Yo, that was wild. I don't know. A, I'm reading like, what does that mean, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see our reaction. Like, <laughs> we got to record these. I'm live. I'm here on the couch, bro. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But anyway. If y'all ain't know, let's just text us. Anyway, we, we probably And we're all sitting here next to each other. <laughs> Oh, you know, let me get to oh, the let me introduce the pie. Word. Yo. Oh, what? <laughs> nah, go, 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 go. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that. What happened? What happened? That's, that's, uh, Yo. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing to open up to. Yo, I just scrolled down one thing. <sighs> you about to start rapping? You just ended the movie? Just scroll something. What are you talking about? Are we talking about the water bottle? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Yo, 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 welcome to the new OG's podcast. This is Tone. Nate. Lust. <laughs> he next to us in delay. <laughs> yo, we're the new OG's. Welcome to episode 017. <laughs> Alright, so let's, let's get back to this. Hold on. <laughs> nah, that's wild. I don't, I don't know that. Let's move on. That's, that's wild. You ready? <laughs> Sweet. I'll read it though. Read the Bible. Alright, y'all tripping. Yo, people crazy, yo. People are crazy. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Anyway. People got too much time for you. Anyway, where, where are we starting? Where are we starting? Yo, I'm crying. Hold, hold on. <laughs> well, 
So, well, let's let's start by everybody uh, recapping how's everything been with everybody. So, Nate, what's up with you? Uh, since the last podcast has been a lot. I don't remember last. When was the last time we recorded? I don't know. But um, everything's been good. Uh, Big Drip and Jacquees was the last one. Oh yeah, yeah. Dang, that was a while ago. Um, yeah, everything's been good, man. Um, just working on a lot of things day to day. Uh, school is actually fun for once in my life. So that that's a good thing. And then um really just getting things together at home, man. Just using this year to just set myself up for like further wins down the line. So it's been a lot of like self reflection, staying low, working on a lot of things, have some upcoming events uh set up in regards to um like engagements and things like that. But really it's just been a lot of just personal development without talking too much about it, like, putting it out there like that. I haven't really even been on, like, my social look too much, honestly. I mean, I'm on the stories here and there, but in regards to post, I haven't, like, done a lot of that. So I've just been laying low, just really just trying to learn things that will help me grow so I can pour into other people. Because before, I was trying to pour into people, and I wasn't right myself, (laughs) So this year is like a year of me just being selfish, as crazy as that sounds. It's, it's just, it just is what it is. But, um, yeah, that's really it. That's all that's been going on, man. Just staying busy. This guy got mad and stuff. <laughs> yeah, unless you make it mad noise. Mad noise. Just, it's like when you try to be quiet, you make noise. Because I try to do that like when I wake up in the morning. Late night. <laughs> like, I wake up in the morning and take the dog out, and I try to, like, walk around slow in the room. It's just like, <laughs> everything is just, I'm slamming drawers by accident. Lady, y'all turn on, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, uh, I'm like, I try to be quiet, man. It's dark in here. I can't hit the lights. But nah, for for me, um, everything been good. Uh, just working along, just trying to get everything together for masters. This masters program I'm trying to do, um, trying to get ready for this trip for the military I'm taking to Florida for three months. Yeah, yeah. three months in Miami gonna be crazy. Uh, it was in Miami? Oh, right outside Miami. Oh, So I'll be down there for man. a little bit. You know what I mean? Got some, got some things yeah. I'm going to do down there. I'm Actually, I'm playing over on skydiving while I'm down there. That's one thing I'm really excited about. That's all, all you're excited about? Yeah. <laughs> you going to Miami for three months? Yeah. You don't even care about <laughs> skydiving. Skydiving, that's it, man. I got God on my swimming. side. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, um, it's going to be it's gonna be big, uh I get to be down there for three months, so it's a lot of things I want to work on while I'm down there. Um, I'm going to run a couple races out there. Um, we got a, a a Spirit 5K that's going to be out there. I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to hop in another half marathon by then. Um, hopefully the training goes well because I went running in like June, July. But other than that, it's just grinding and keep going, man. I, like Nate said, I haven't been really talking much. I've just been doing more action at this point. You know, no need to talk now, man. I'm too old to be talking about what I want to do instead of doing what I need to do. Back. Mm-hmm. You know what about I mean? you, so, What's up? Yeah, I just been executing, man. That's like like y'all said, not not so much talking, just 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 producing. Um, I just got my head down, man. Just just working, trucking on. <clears throat> That's it, you know. Just and make you know again making adjustments. You know, my my family is 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 just hugely involved in everything I do, so. Um, with, with them changing and, you know, with them getting older, things are, things are shifting, things, people's mindsets are 
you know, expanding, you know, their skill sets is getting a little bit better. So I've been I've been using them to, uh, you know, help me out with a couple things, you know, around the house and also with the business, man. Got got Kylie. She gonna start shooting my videos. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna help her shoot some of hers. Free labor. Yep. <laughs> Hey, hey man, you know what our parents said? Your kids are made to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta carry your weight around here, Kylie. You're old enough now. Yo, for real. Kylie, you better start working. You're nine, boo. It's just time to put that work in. You know what I mean? Earn right. your keep. Sorry. <laughs> Earn, your Earn your stay. Earn your stay. Nah. But yeah, she, you know, she she definitely been, um, you know, helping out. And um, yeah, man, we just execute. We, we, we put in work in. That's it, man. That's it. That's dope you said execute. You see the picture? I probably sent this to y'all. The twenty uh, ET made the shirts with the twenty nineteen goals, and it just keeps saying execute on it. Oh, um, I didn't see that. Hard. Shout out to E, man. Yeah. No, speaking of shirts, you know whose shirts is fire? Hob Garcia's. Mm-hmm. Yo, I got, he gave me a shirt the other day, bro. He gave me he gave me the shirt the other day. Shout Yo, out to Hob. Yeah, I mean he's doing his thing with his uh, Poseidon stuff. He's doing photography. He's doing videos. Um. He's doing apparel, like uh, the Battle by the Bay Commission granted him a table at Battle by the Bay. I was about to say, I heard that he getting That's, a table. I'm yeah. sick because I'm, I'm going to be busy, but I'm about to see if somebody can give me some shirts or something because I've got... Like, the stuff he's putting out, like, he got, he got, like, this the Ville shirt right here he put out. That's but this cool. is, excuse the Ville in me, it's by far the hottest That's shirt. That's dope. Like, yeah. It's by far, like, and what was dope was the day he gave it to, I was there for the... Uh, I don't even... Pleasantville versus St. Joe game. And Miz, Jalen, they warmed up in their shirts. Like That's probably that, you know, what I mean, that's dope that the kids are behind him like that, yo. So shout out to Hob, man. Hob, shout out to the thing. Bill, man, for hooping right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Putting the sports on the map. They killing it. What they got? It's the first time well, I don't the know. First time in a while in a, in a while since like back when like Swan and them played where they had three thousand point scores yeah. in, the, in the season. Yeah. One season with 3,000-point scores. But Hob, man, shout-out to Poseidon. Shout-out to Hob. Keep doing your thing, brother. Word, word. But, no, nah, that's the the Ville shirt. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I got to talk to Hob. Hob got some yeah, Hob, Hob got that work. Hob got some Shout-out to the little bro. For real. Hob been out here doing his thing. I know a lot of people that make shirts, and they be... They just... Mm-hmm. They don't be satisfactory. Let's they, put it like that. They wheat boots. <laughs> I don't want no smoke with Hob. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. man. But um, shout out to the government for opening up temporarily. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know out. that, but working for the government has been hard for a lot of people. You know, they're giving out furloughs, they're giving out all kind of benefits for people that aren't working, and it sucks that like the Coast Guard is being affected for you know this government shutdown situation. But I'm glad it temporarily opened. You know, for a lot of people that that work with me, I know over at the FAA, yeah, they've been cool. working without. What I was talking to, to Dave, you know, Dave does, mm-hmm. um, what's it, TSA? Yeah. TSA, yeah. There's people walking out. And he was like, yo, it's real, like, it's wild out here, but for him, he was like, yeah, you know, we getting through it, but at the same time, because I feel bad for people that have families. Yo, it's- like, the, you got kids and stuff yeah. to feed, it's like, come on, bro. And it yeah. sucks if you're a government-to-government relationship, like, uh, husband and wife that both work for the government. Oh, man. You know, like, it sucks- you know, everyone's going through this for a wall, but... Yeah, you said a lot of people are, like, doing Ubers on their time off, but it's like, dang, they really ain't getting no time with their family now. Yeah. You have to work now, and then you're going to Uber after. That's you still ain't enough to feed you and your family. Nah, not at all. But 
Yeah, I mean, shout out to, you know I mean, the government for opening up this temporary block because it gives people, put people back in a decent position. I know a lot of loan companies, credit card companies, uh, insurance companies have been giving people furloughs because mm-hmm. of the situation. And it sucks that we, in 2019, we got a, we, we still dealing with situations like this. Who would have thought the government was shut down because... That's a lot going on, man. My man want to build a wall. Government shut down, hate crimes. Oh, like, yeah, the hate crime with Jesse Smollett. That's 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 what most importantly is crazy. Outside of that, who would have thought Center City, Chicago, or someone, you know, a black male would be beat down for being homosexual and black. To that degree, too, it's like, it's kind of wild. You know what I mean? Just getting in from Chicago, you can get into Chicago from New York and... Goes to subway because it's a late night. You know who Jesse Smollett is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. it's crazy that, you know, someone even of that caliber, the guy doesn't look like he, you know, causes too much trouble or anything, but. Probably minding his business, to be completely you honest. Know, late night going to sub- uh, subway, and then, but man, mm-hmm. prayers up to him. Prayers up to everyone, man. It's kind of Just wild. praying that we, we get better in this situation that, you know, we call life. Definitely now to our kids. Uh, yeah, because it's, good, it's about this. control. It's scary. Like, I was thinking about that, like, having kids. Like, obviously, Les has kids. But I think, like, dang, do, I, do we want to have kids? Like, should it, we have kids? Or and like, it's sad to say, like, do you want to raise a kid in this kind of toxic environment that we live in? I guess it's, man, it's scary. And, of course, I'm going to have kids someday. But it's just, like, the things you think about, like, the world they're coming into is, like, it's up to people like us to really start. Taking our taking our our attention off of just self and the things we can get, and then thinking about like the bigger the bigger plan, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, the big you got to think about the the execution of what we're going to do because we we as like the OGs now we need to be able to we're the grassroots right now for the OGs that raised us. Mm-hmm. to the younger kids that we have to actually raise. You know, now that I see, like, with the schools, like, more parents are getting involved now, so that's good. But we got to keep pushing for, I mean, better days because these kids are starting to finally look up to us. Like, as we were from last year to this year, you know, kids hit me up more on more personal things now. And oh, yeah, they yeah, want to so. know more. They want to explore more. They want to, you know, everything from anything from, just being a young man to like moving on to adulthood, you know. I still got kids that graduated last year that reach out to me and you know talk to me about college stuff and you know what should they do in this situation. So I'm glad that they're actually grabbing on and wanting to gravitate to the to the older guys that actually get that information. Yeah, a lot of them they're letting the barriers down now, and it's because you know we've we've built relationships with them, but it's definitely going to take more than you know obviously just us. It's going to take the the educators. It's gonna take business owners. It's gonna. It's just gonna take so many different people in different positions that just overlook the kids or are all about self gain and their own, just personal, just gain. Pretty much is what it is. And um, I feel like half of it's free. So yeah. I don't know why they don't try to take. The, I'm glad they're starting to take the initiative and realize how how free it really is. Yeah, and this is kind of like left, but it makes me think about like legacy and what I used to think what legacy was about. I thought it was all about like my family. But then you realize, like, it's much bigger than just, like, your family and, and, and what you can get and what you can gain while you're here. It's like, all right, you got all that stuff, but what can you do with it? Like, what does it really mean? And I'm not saying, like, I don't want nice things. Like, I want a Lamborghini. I, that's, like, my dream car. But, but at the same Lamborghini time. truck like Cardi? Nah, that's trash. 
She trash for getting a truck too. I feel like she ain't yeah, got a license. You can't. She ain't got a license. You can't get a Lamborghini truck. Yo. She trash for that. Yo, Cardi got a Lamborghini truck with no license. No, no, no. Like Lamborghini is my dream car, but at the same time, I'm always thinking of how can I, what can I, what am I going to leave here that actually helps like that next generation coming up. Um, what can I provide that'll help the youth come up like so 10, 15 years from now? If they look back like, yo, this dude really helped me. Mm-hmm. He really left something that I can apply. It's like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's cool to get the bag. You know what I'm saying? Get your stuff. Get the things you want. But in all of that, I feel like we can't get lost in what I believe legacy is all about, which goes beyond just creating this this wealth for my family because that's going to come with the territory as long as I'm helping other people. So that's that's just how I'm looking at it right now. Because like before, like, oh, legacy, I got to make sure my last name you know, means something, and it will. I got to make sure, you know, the family is set up with generational wealth, which we're going to do, but at the same time now, it's like, a, it's so much bigger now. It's like, okay. And that, for me, that's that's helped me, like, gain a different type of focus to where it's like, all right, I need to get up. I need to do this because it's going to create, you know, avenues for so many other people. I heard, this is crazy, and shout out to ET for this. I was listening to one of his spiritual development drums, which I think is kind of dope because I, I don't know anybody that's doing that. But, um... He was saying that, uh, what was he saying? Something about in regards to like like legacy. And he was saying that it's cool if you, no, no, no. He said that um, the problem is because you're not blowing up, somebody else isn't blowing up. Pretty much like, yo, you need to get where you're going. You need to get there. You need to put the work in. You need to blow up. Because you need to help somebody else blow up. Like, somebody else is missing out on their blessing because you're not putting the work in it for yourself. So that's how I'm looking at it now. It's like, all right, that's why I'm like, I got to stay low right now. I got I to gotta get my stuff together, get my finances together, get my get my spirituality together, get my mentality together, get my hustle together, and really put this work in right now, be real selfish with this so I can do what I need to do to elevate my life because somebody else... I, Somebody else's blessing is depending on what I'm about to do or something. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Not saying that I'm out here just like, bam, blessing people. But it's like somebody in the future is like, okay, this dude did this, this, and this. And they may work for me or they may mentor for me or they may whatever. Yeah. Whatever the case is, I got to get to my, you know, my destination, one of my goals. Because then it opens the door for a lot of other people. So i just been on this whole like legacy thing. I haven't been talking about it a lot, but it's what I've been thinking about Legacy, a lot. legacy, legacy. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of legacy. Yeah, I think, I mean, when it, when it comes to legacy, and I'm just talking from my, you know, my, my perspective, like, um, I see, I see that a lot of people are so focused on legacy as far as like setting it up. Yeah. Like, like the, like the, the format of it. Like the aesthetic so, like, yeah, legacy is. To the point where they miss out on the real impact that they're supposed to be making. So like, you know, instead of out there just doing what it is that you know, you're gifted to do or what you've been put here for or, or whatever you choose. Cause you know, that that's also subjective as well. Um, but if people just decide like, this is what I want to do and I'm going to impact, you know, whoever comes in the line of what it is that I'm doing, that will create your legacy and you can build off of that. But people trying to build it before they actually put the work in and it's, it's diluting what they call their legacy. So it's really important for people to just focus on the work, man. That's why I said, well, we, you know, pretty much all three of us is on the same thing where, like, we, we're, we're at that age where, you know, you can't be playing. You know what I mean? Like, like we got, we got to be, we got to put the work in. 
And, you know, a lot of times, you know, guys our age, if, if we didn't have, like, the mentors and the coaches and all that stuff, we all in the same boat. Because we, we all weren't really given, like, I don't want to say given opportunities, but we, we grew up in Pleasantville, which, which didn't really afford us many great opportunities at all. You know what I mean? Which, which you know, the education system was, was, you know, average. You know what I mean? So when it came to going to college or anything like that, it was always kind of like being behind. So mm-hmm. you, we always had to play catch up, yeah. always behind the eight ball. So, always. you know, just had to learn a lot of different things. And, and, you know, now that we at this point where it's like, yo, like I, I can see what it is that I really want for my life. Like all that other stuff that I thought that I wanted and all that stuff, you know, it's, it's, it comes with, like you say, it comes with mm-hmm. the territory. Like I think he was saying that ET was saying, that. he was saying, um, what y'all don't realize is that y'all so focus on getting the money or, or, or getting the Lamborghini and all that, that you're not making the impact and you're not really focused on building up your skill set and building up your value. What you don't realize is when you build your skill set and you build your value and you impacting people like that, the Lamborghini, the house, the money comes with it. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So you don't really got to focus on that. It's going to come with it if you're just focused on making the impact. So... You know, that's, that's what we're doing, man. We're just working. Just working, making an impact, working, executing. You know what I mean? It reminds me of, like, um, it's like when you start the businesses, like, people be so focused on, like, let me get the business cards right. Let me get the business name right. Yeah, Let's man. get the logo set up. I was like, there. I was there. Oh, yeah. I mean, same, same, <laughs> I with me. same with me. And I, I talked from experiences, like, you didn't just go out and start putting work in and then, like, you know what? This should be a business. And then do it that way. It's kind of like, let me start the business and have all this set mm-hmm. up. Let me set the accounts up. It's like you ain't really adding no value, so now you got all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It, aesthetically, it was like, oh, you got a business, and that's a whole nother conversation too. And people think of a business, oh, you got a business, they think of of it as it being like this this thing that's so out of reach. Like you got to have all this money to start a business. Yeah, they, like they see you with a business, and they automatically connect it with success. And it's like that's not true either. But see, that's that's just like the mentorship program that that you know I started out in the uh, boys. I just started it because I just wanted to pour into you know, some young people because I was being poured into to the point where, like, I was overwhelmed. I need to get it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just started connecting with young men and, you know, it just started growing and growing mm-hmm. and growing because it was just a passion of mine. And it turned into, you know, having over 30 young men. And and I wasn't worried about the business at all. Like, I wasn't worried about nonprofit, none of that stuff. I just wanted to help the kids, you know, take them on some trips and stuff. And then somebody came to me and was like, yo, for liability reasons, bro, you need to you need to register it as a nonprofit. And as soon as I registered it, everything else went downhill because my focus now was we to can. build a nonprofit. And the very person that was like, "Yo, you need to help with me. You need this, and you, I got you." As soon as I started that that process, nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, know the di- well. right the the program was diluted because now I'm trying to focus on, you know, building a nonprofit. You know, rather than really focus on building the lesson plans and the different experiences for the young men. Yeah, started with. Yeah, yeah the foundation yeah, stuff. Exactly. So, you know, it, hopefully that, you know, people catch that and, and realize that it's really the impact. Because, again, as soon as I started focusing on that, all that uh, extra stuff, man, and, and not the impact, you know, I was losing. Losing. But, yeah, we, um, we definitely going to. 
work on putting this in. So um, just to bring some focus to to this conversation, um, just last week I had a, a, a young man ask me, how did I get out of my situation? And what he meant by my situation is how did I get out of the stigma of living and growing up in Pleasantville? Ah. So with that being said, like, how did you guys get out of your situations? We know it's possible, but other people don't know this, that it's possible. Uh, for me, all right, this would have been a different answer like last year or two years ago. But for me, not from like today, what I'm thinking about now, getting out of my situation, I have like a different perspective about my situation. And because it's, it's afforded me like new opportunities now. So I look at it as like, it wasn't that, like it was the norm. It wasn't that bad. Um, obviously, we've seen a lot of crazy things, you know, drug transactions, killings, all that stuff, um, which is, you know, traumatizing. But at the same time, aside from that, I knew a lot of great people from the neighborhood, you know, people house you can go to if you needed something or people that would watch you while your mom's at work, whatever the case is like that. So ultimately, it was... It was, a, it was a good neighborhood for what we knew it as. And for me, I wouldn't necessarily say getting out. I would just say um, becoming aware of like what I was around or, or becoming aware of what Pleasantville was, Lang City was, all those different things. And because uh, I know a lot of people, especially the kids, they're like, man, I want to get out of here, man. It's, just, it's weak out here. This, that, and the third. And they bash where they're from. But it's also. I'm guilty of it. I've, I've done it before, too, but it, it also has developed you to the person that people love today. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a part of you. You don't got to go out and wear a shirt for it, but at the same time, it was some lessons and things that you went through that have molded you to the person you are today. So for me, it's like, I don't like regret it or anything like that. I just see it as like a stepping stone. Like oh, I came from this place and I was able to do these things because of what I learned here. And I don't know if I'd have been able to travel to these different places or meet these different Facts. people if I didn't go through what I went through there. Facts. It wouldn't make sense, you know what I'm saying? So for me, I don't know if necessarily getting out of my situation is the like the terminology I would use, but if they, they, they want a straight answer, I would say it's just really looking at your situation and then, you know, making a decision. Like you see your family mm -hmm. around you, you see their lifestyles, like, is this what you want? You know what I'm saying? If you, this is what you want, you know, follow their footsteps. Or do you want something different? And then it goes back to like the exposure thing. Like once you're exposed to so many different things and now they have social media. I mean, we have social media too, but not like that. But now you expose it so much. So now you can see how people live in everywhere else. Like, yeah. oh, I want something different. Right. And from right. that alone, it's kind of like you make that decision. So in regards to getting out of your situation, it's all a decision. It's right. all a decision and, and what you really want for your life because you can, you can do anything. But it only happens when you when you take action on it. But if you know people look at their their situation as a negative, I, I try to um, I challenge them to look at it in like a positive light and see the good things that are coming from it. Because mm -hmm. you can either see it as man, I hated being here, or it's all right, it's showing me what I don't want anymore. You know what I'm saying? And it's serving me because now I won't settle for anything less. You know, I'll never live like this again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, I agree. And it serves you in like a positive light. So I feel like you can always flip it on that um, and kind of, and, and turn it to a positive thing, no matter how rough it is. It's kind of like, 
it, it prepares you for the next thing. Absolutely. So I, I, that was kind of like a long-winded answer, but I want you less. Yeah, that's what I would say. Get out of my situation. Um, <clears throat> I think it was exposure. You know, like exposure is everything. They say um, repetition is the mother of all learning, but I think it's auntie is uh, exposure. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know what I mean? Because when I, when I was exposed to things that were different than what my situation was and what I saw around me, it, it, it shifted my mindset completely because, you know, I just saw that other things were possible. You know, like, I, like my... The, the greatest thing for me, this this is how I got in my situation, literally. I, I'll give them, like, exactly how I got in my situation. So, um, fortunately, my you know, my dad exposed me to this company called um, Prepaid Legal at the time. It was it was a network marketing company. And um, it, it wasn't about the company. It was about the, the actual industry. Like, network marketing was huge because... Mm-hmm. I met people that would look just like me, that came from neighborhoods just like me, or even worse, and they were winning. Like, they were making millions of dollars. Just people going up on a stage announcing that they just made $100,000 last last week or last year. Mm-hmm. And it just, it it, it was mind-boggling because what I grew up around is, is paycheck to paycheck. And for them to say that I just made a million dollars or I'm the, and they look just like me and they sharing stories that sound just like how I grew up, you know, or worse, it just really exposed me to, um, it gave me hope, man. You know, it really gave me hope. So, you know, being hope, you know, hope, hope that you can, hope that you can do well, you know, draw a line in the sand and, and go to work. Like, you know, you, you've been exposed to something greater. Go get it. That's nice. it. Like, that's, and keep it as simple as that. I just drew a line in the sand, figured out what I wanted, and just went for it. My, for me, is a little combination of both. Um, I ran from it. I ain't gonna lie. I, I ran as soon as I had the opportunity. As soon as I graduated college, I mean high school, I ran from Pleasantville. I didn't want to be in the area. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be associated with the area. I just had such a bad taste. I was tired of being state, you know, in the stigma of being from the hood. I just wanted something different. I just didn't want to be toned from Pleasantville, toned from the city, toned from here. Toned. I just wanted to be free. I felt like I had shackles around my ankles from being from Pleasantville. I felt like you know, my friends from mainland or my friends from, with me going to Voltec, like you said, the exposure helped me. It, it freed me a little earlier. Because I, I didn't have to go to Pleasantville all the time. I could be somewhere else and not be chastised for just being from Pleasantville. Like, the kids accepted me for who I was. And that brought value to your life and it brought value to mine. So, as soon as I graduated, first opportunity I got, I'm going to Rhode Island. Went to Johnson & Wells. And then I got so far away from it that it was like, it's not that I did, I hated Pleasantville. <laughs> I got so far away from it, I was like, yo, the rest of the world is crazy. Like right. <laughs> right. I got right. out of it. I'm like, yo, like I'm in I'm in Johnson and Wells and a long tee. I had Jabro jeans on. <laughs> I had crazy. freaking Tim's on. I'm going up there and they're wearing like ascots and sweaters. They're just like Carlton. 
they dress like Carlton. I'm like, yo, I'm like sticking out like a sore thumb. Say the same that you. Yeah, <laughs> nah, Duke, we ain't rocking that around. So it was more, I got so far away from that, I failed to realize, like, Pleasantville built, it's like the pearl concept. Like, for years and years and years, we get these precious pearls from sitting inside of a clam. So I sat inside this clam of DeVille for so long that it started building something beautiful inside of me. And I, it, after I graduated college, of course, I went off to Voyager World, joined the military, designed third. And where did I end up back at? Pleasantville. You know, I felt like I can enrich these kids on don't run from what's making you. You know, like you confront, like you said, you drew a line in the sand and boom, I knew I wasn't going to do this again. Like Nate said, I got exposed. I got a bunch of exposure, and it made me know what I wanted and I didn't want. Right. So I kind of got the mixture of both very early, and then it made me realize exactly what I – where I, I'm proud to be from Pleasant. I'm proud to be here because it, it built me a different way than most people. Right. So right. if you want to get out your situation to me, is embrace where you're from and expose other people to where you're from. Help them understand this is the way you've learned it. Learn from them and just continue to build. Yeah, yeah, and be, you know, I would say try to, you know, every day push to be like that best version of yourself. Every even day. Even though that constantly grows because then it's a reflection on where you come from. People from there, it's kind of like, they got to be like you. Mm-hmm. But that's what you think when you think of somebody. Like one of your friends tell you they're from New York or they tell you they're from, you know, North Carolina or something. And when you see them, you, you, you don't do it on purpose, but... You you um, generalize them with everybody there, so you see them and you see that whole place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from Orlando, so you look at them like yo. In in my head, at least in my head, I think like okay, Orlando. That's everybody in Orlando. That's how people. Yeah. So it's like you're the same way. You're a representation of that. Oh, yeah. we didn't talk about Morgan. Oh yeah. Um, yo, we did not talk about Morgan. We yeah, missed we the did. podcast coming back. Oh, yeah, and we're supposed to talk about that. Yeah, whole... we're supposed to talk about the whole <laughs> situation. Right, so let's do this. Cut this joint and then no. make the next one. No, we're going to put it on this one. No, we're going to put it right here. We're going to put it on this one. I think we, we can get a good, you know, good section of. You think we're going to be able to get in? Because I know our oh, goal is to get in 45 minutes. Oh, absolutely. I think we can. Well, All right, we're we're All right. <laughs> All right well, so well, just to give y'all a recap, a uh, week before last, um, a couple months ago, my one of my good friends, my brother from college, Chris Coleman, hit me up and was like, yo, I want you guys to speak down here at Morgan. He's running, he's a uh, residential director. So he wanted me, Les, and Nate to speak, but in the situation, it ended up being a situation for mental health and everything. And with Nate being a subject matter expert on it, in his own right, um, ended up being something just for Nate. Um, so shout out to Chris Coleman. Nate's going to tell you about his experience real quick at Morgan. Uh, yeah, it was, it was great, man. Um, first and foremost, again, shout out to Chris for that opportunity, man. It's been incredible and it's also led to a few other opportunities, which is a blessing because, um, again, it's not about me, but it uh, it furthers the impact that I'm able to have. And for me, it's helping me create that legacy that I talked about earlier, but it was great, man. It was for, um, so the, 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 the basis of the event was, uh, based around the show, a different world from back in the day, um, which is a great great show wasn't that written by bill cosby or something written by bill cosby i think it's his show something like that whatever the case is um they had this whole program set up for the uh what are they residence life students yeah they're they're, um resident 
res life employees, I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah. So it was set up around that, man, and just the, the vibes were, were so dope, man. RAs. The yeah, the RAs. Um the students were incredible. Um we came in and they were doing like icebreaker and uh the these these students were so creative and just they they had so much energy with them and just all this just positivity and just all these different things like oozed off of them and I thought it was dope. And uh oh yeah, it was Bill Cosby for a different bro. Yeah, he's a the Bill creator. Cosby, man. But um That's what's up. Yeah, that was a great show. I was about to, say, was about to crack a joke, but they, I didn't they crack don't make joke. shows like that no more. That show really challenged like the status quo. Like that show was deep. But whatever the case is, that's what they based their training around, which I thought was dope. And they asked me to come speak. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm still fairly new when it comes to like speaking publicly, um, giving presentations and things like that. But I felt super comfortable when doing it. And um, man. It's crazy because they give me an hour time to speak and I never feel like I'm going to make it. And then we look up, it'd be two hours later because we ended up getting so engaged. I actually ended up getting like halfway through my presentation and we already was like an hour and some change in simply by just connecting with the students. We got some real, um, some really heavy conversations and um, you killed it though. It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It was great because people opened up and what I found out later from Chris, he was saying that students opened up that didn't talk that whole week. Um, which means we, we set an environment where there was no judgment and they felt comfortable. Like one student spoke and then another one opened up and then another one opened up. And it was some powerful like testimonies and just getting their perspective on a lot of different things. And I feel like I, as you know, I came there to speak and share, but I feel like I, I, I gained so much. Like I feel like mm -hmm. I gave, I gave this amount, but I got back so much more mm -hmm. just from listening and connecting and, um, just building with them students and man, I, I just wish them nothing but the best. But it was a great experience. We had a great time. Um, I told them from the rip I didn't want it to be like a presentation where I'm up there just talking and you know just just sharing. But I wanted to turn this into a conversation, and that's what it was. And my goal was to really empower and help somebody that day. And I I believe that we did that as a collective. Um, just really having that conversation and just. Sharing, man, it was, it was powerful, and I know that they're going to take that and move forward with it and, and bless somebody else. So I was super grateful for the opportunity and just looking forward to continuously doing it and, and spreading that impact and and really changing the lives of many people. But it was a great time, man. We had a great time in Morgan. We didn't have too much time to really go around campus and, and you know, kick it a little bit, but... uh, It was Brick City out there. Oh, Brick. Yeah. Brick. I'm yeah. talking Brick. But um, it was cool, man. It was cool. And um, it was a cool little road trip. So we're going to be doing some stuff like that again soon. And this time we will be recording. We were going to do it that time. But we were talking about other stuff. And we got caught up in a bunch of different things. But Morgan was dope, man. And um, we'll, we'll definitely be more than glad to come back. Um, you know, to just even kick it for a little bit. Even if we're not doing nothing. Just to check up on everybody and hang out, man. Like I said, the vibes were amazing. You know the vibes, bro. You know the vibes. They knew the vibes. You know the vibes, They had the vibes. They had the vibes rocking. Oh, so they had the vibes in there. But no, I took away a lot from that trip. Um, it was a cool trip for us. We got there, got back. We did what we had to do. We executed. Like we executed that trip. Like even though Lus got to his training late, but we we got everything done that we needed to. But like you said, I I got off the aspect of, I mean, opening up and seeing the kids. Well, excuse me, young men and women, the students actually 
start to open up. Like, you could see during that presentation, like, I was on the outside looking in, so I wasn't really, I was just a clicker of the computer. That's all I did, really. But you could see the kids, like, less can really see their faces. I saw their faces, and as Nate's going through his story, I saw the kids, like, starting to become, like, intrigued. Like, oh, this ain't the same, like, kind of situation or the same kind of motivational speaker or anything. Like, this guy is letting us know things about him. He probably hasn't let a lot of people know. You know, a lot of them didn't know Nate was an actor. A lot of them didn't know he wrote a book until that presentation. So it was good to see them kids actually start open up. It's like peeling back a, you know, each kid was like a layer of the onion. Like each one, like each one kid would talk, then the other one would talk, then another one would talk, and it just kept the chain reaction just kept going. So at the end of the day, I hope that they just made bonds. Like I think the even the what'd you call that the little icebreaker we did with you know when we oh, asked yeah, them the six yeah, questions yeah, yeah that was that was you know fire. a lot of them didn't you know were cool with each other and a lot of them didn't know that about one another yeah so it was cool to see them just you know be exposed to something different you know yeah. so shout out to morgan for putting that on yeah they started letting that guard down and then that's when because he was like yo because i look back at chris he's like but he when he I talked to him later he said bro i didn't want to stop it because it was the first time you know some of them been talking so we just let it rock like and, and I'm glad that they were able to do that because I know they're having, you know, they have such a tighter bond now if they didn't have one before. But it was an amazing event, man. I can't wait to do it again. I'm um, setting some stuff up with workers right now. So, again, shout out to Chris. Shout out to Morgan. Shout out to my cousin Tariq for coming through. Shout out to all the HBCUs, all the colleges up there. Uh, this spring, shout out to him. Shout out to everybody, man. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the vibes. <laughs> That's my yeah, new yeah, job for 2019. Yeah, I'm going to get a shirt. My new it. thing for 2019 is no more one-sided relationships. These are facts. Friendships, situationships, all of us need to step up to the plate and stop being so one-sided. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. too many of us are putting so much effort into certain things that we don't need to put in and not reciprocate in what comes from it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, maybe we're not getting the fruits of our labors from some of the situations, so... I've been yeah, pretty recluse. Man. I haven't really been reaching out to people like I used to last year. Simple for the simple fact that I was putting so much effort into reaching out to them that they was never reaching out to me. Since the new year, I haven't talked to half of them. Mm, you know what I mean? Well. So, if y'all think yeah, y'all come man. to the wedding, don't think y'all coming. Yeah, man. <laughs> if I don't talk to y'all this year, you ain't coming to the wedding. Uh, ask, it's always the people that want to ask. Like, yo, yo, when the wedding, it's like, in my head, it's like, you know you're not coming. No, it's like, I'm not even inviting you. Yo, I didn't even know he was even around still. (laughs) Nah, for real. And in all seriousness, with the one-side relationship thing, it's like, it's it's an equal partnership, and we both have to be able to, or, you know, whatever the friendship is, whatever the relationship is. They don't know the vibe. It takes equal parts. Yeah, they don't know the vibe. It takes equal parts, though, and some people are just, you know, they want you to come to them all the time, but it's like, as great as a friend I, as great as a friend as I am for you, you know, I need the same in return. Mm -hmm. You can't, like, we only get so much energy and so much time, and it obviously it's our most valuable thing. So I feel like uh, Ed Millett don't get same amount of time. He got a whole different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He do the whole different time. Man. Yo, Ed I'm, got I'm 30, his wave. thirty-six. What is thirty-six days on, on seven? On his wave. I'm, I, I read that. I mean, I listened to it. and I started writing it down. But it's like that effort has to be reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. There's no more. We can't be wasting any more time or effort Thanks. or energy on. It's like, why why waste my time and energy trying to contact you, reach out to you, check on you all the time when I could be giving that to, you know, my family, to my niece and nephew, to, to, to myself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that got to stop, man. So all of y'all out there, we not on that. We we we, we off, off that. that. So if you, <laughs> yo, for real, we off that. And um, y'all need to get off that too, man, because it's it's holding you back. As much as you don't want to believe it, those people that you're chasing down, that you you know you have an anxiety about because they're not hitting you up, or the ladies with the dudes, or the dudes with the ladies, and you know he ain't really paying me too much attention. Like you gotta let that go. Y- y'all gotta let that go, man, and, and protect your energy. And and stop with the one sided relationships, man. Y'all know the vibes, man. I'm gonna keep saying that. That's Yo, fine. you know the vibes. That's fine. Yo, anybody <laughs> got a flag on the play for this week? That's fine. Flag on the play? I know I got something. In there. I I got something. Oh, especially man, nothing. Especially with this dog right now. I guess you can't flag on the play the dog. Nah, them little. Uh, I almost called him something. <laughs> nah, you can flag a play on the dog. I be wanting to punch Bronson in the face sometimes. All right, because Nipsey. No animal, no animal cruelty over here, though. Nah, Nipsey. I love, I love my, I prefer to him as my son, so I only refer to him as my dog. Yeah, and he was, was like, I got to drop the kid, kid off. off. I was like, <laughs> I went to my brother. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, look. Nah, I had, to drop, I had to drop my son off, man. Hey, look, man, that ain't animal cruelty. As much money as he calls me, he calls him as much as some people kids. Facts. I said, Nipsey, <laughs> you can let me No, No BS. I spent like eight Gs on him la- just last year. Nipsey getting new tonight. Just, that's just the vet. That's not even including the food. I said, Nipsey going to the vet next week. It's a lot, man. He got to get a haircut. It's like that's 50 we, bucks. We will never get an animal. Ever. Ever. Then we got a house full of them. <laughs> wow. No, less like, about to rip this dog apart. Like, you ain't here, son. Nah, 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 nah. Where the dog at? Les got him in a chokehold. Just to choke <laughs> the dog out. Like, <laughs> dog won't last a week. Tell yeah, me. that's... Uh, I don't think we'll ever do that. Nah, Nipsey, because dogs are smart, man. Like, Nipsey, he, he's he's really smart. And he's really spiteful, too, at the same time. Yo, Nipsey's mad Like, he be spiteful. chilling, but he mad spiteful at the same time. Yo, like, look at you, like, hit, start laughing. You, like, start, start licking you, start, and then as soon as you turn around, he's trying to bite you. He <laughs> mad, like, crazy. yo, he bugged out like that. Like, he got something wrong. Yo, he's letting me pet him and everything. I got up and tried to bite me. He love it. He's like, <laughs> you leaving? Oh, okay, bet don't come back. And he just, like, why you wild out? Like, Say less, bro. Say less. Like, why, why are you wilding, like? For what what reason <laughs> are you wilding for? But nah, he's 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 getting a lot better. I, I like the little dog. He's cool. I never Nipsey, thought you would have a Yorkie though, Nate. Man, 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 you both. But nah, he's cool. Like he's he's really like he knows this is home now. So he's really just yeah chilling. Out. A lot of things he chills. He comes out running. He jump on me. Want to lick me all in the face. Hey. Like he's hyped up. But then at the same he's time, you tongue kissing your dog, Nate? Nah, he's wild, bro. His breath stinks too. <laughs> <laughs> Got him a little doggy, the doggy, doggy little dinner. But din- it's like if you, don't, joints. if you don't pay him attention, he'd be tight. He'd be tight. He'll he'll do something spiteful just because you ain't paying attention. Like okay, bet all right, be back. <laughs> and it'd be like a wet spot. Somebody like really, bro? He just trot right past it. Nothing happened. But yo, we like to thank y'all for listening to this episode of the New OGs podcast. Yes, sir. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the vibes. <laughs> but um, vibes. we're going to introduce a new segment. Um, each podcast now, we're going to try to get a local artist, or even just if it's a regular song that we listen to every week. Um, we decide what song we're going to put. And this week's, so- well, this episode song is "I'm Dope" by Toby Nwigwe. Song is fire, bro. Oh, Ooh. shout out to him and Facts. You know what I mean? They're expecting. Toby gonna be in Philly. When? Yeah, look at his uh, calendar. Hold on, I'll tell you. In a second. But um, Perform- sh- shout out to them. Um, they're expecting their first child together. Yes, yeah, so I don't know if people. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that's the big. song was fired too. Like, yeah, I'm the to- fire. Totally, I did. Yo, I ain't never seen someone get a whole bunch of people to start rocking the flip flops and socks. Yo, like, the, the Nike socks with the flip flops. Every fire. video, dancing on the beach. 
That's fire, though. Like, he, he got his own, like, swag with him. And it, I don't know what made me. I just happened to just type it up one day. I'm like, let me listen to some Toby. And I'm just in the car like, yo, this is Yo, Toby's fire. music fire. He's a beast, yo. Dave Chappell, I think, that, I think the, the thing that really, like, before even the music, like, when I met him in Philly. Yeah. He was just so genuine. Man. I was about to say, he's just team so, mad yo, genuine. He was just so, so cool. And he was, you know, just like with E, like, when we met... When we met E, yo, I saw E talk to every single person mm-hmm. in the building, bro. Like, he spent that time. And I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. And then everybody that, that E's around, they, they're, you know, they're the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. They know the so, vibe. Like, yeah, even when we yeah, was, they know the dance. They know the I'm about to say, even vibe. when we was talking to CJ and you was talking to him about some stuff and we was rocking with E and then he came back around and talked to us again, that's when we had took them pictures or whatever. But it was dope. Dang, I ain't even gonna be here. He coming to Florida? Uh, That's at New Orleans. That's it. Yeah, 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 Orlando, Florida, to be announced. Oh yeah, they they better have. Oh, I'm gonna definitely go time. to the Toby concert. That's gonna I'll be, be to- Orlando gonna be. You know what else too? And there. speaking on how genuine he is, if you ever watch that I'm Dope video, his reaction to them like. Like Erica Badu saying he's dope and like Dave Chappelle and all that. Oh yeah, he like, it's oh, like shoot. yeah, like yeah, somebody yeah. caught that joint. He was like. Yo! <laughs> like he ain't like he ain't on BET right now. He or like, hype, or like but... when uh, Jill Scott called in, was yeah. talking to Park. He's like, "Hey, Jill." She like, "Is that Park?" <laughs> <laughs> Park's like, "Hey, Jill." He was soup. Nah, but that yeah. song, yo. If y'all haven't listened to it, I'm dope. So here's "I'm Dope" by Toby Nwigwe, and we out. Love y'all. So stay tuned for the next episode. This is Nate, Tone, and Les coming to you live from the new OG's podcast.
Show. 